Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Yorker, a New York Rangers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus, and I still don't have my voice back from game seven, but I'm joined with my good buddy, good friend and co-host, Cody Frankel. And before I do send it over to you, Cody, I got to say, I don't want to be called a hero, but I think I saved the series. You saved the series. <laughs> I came I on here after game four. No, 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 no. I no. saved the fucking no, series. No, 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 no. You took too long. Right <laughs> away. I came out with that tweet saying if there's any team coming back, we, we need to we need to rewind the timestamp and we need to see whose timestamp was first. But anyways, we say saved if any the team's series. Losing five, it's them. <laughs> no, but I said if any team's gonna win and come back first, it's them. And I'm going with the former because one, no quit in New York. Mm-hmm. And where are we? No quit in New York. And mm-hmm. two, Igor fucking Shesterkin, man. That guy it. I, I'm I'm literally speechless. Yeah. Speechless. He was he was unbelievable, mm-hmm. but I'm literally speechless about him. Did you see that? Did you see that Val? Uh, the stat. Valley. Yeah. Valley dropped. You know his normal like stats and analytics, and we were supposed to lose that game by three goals. Like yeah. that's insane. Mm-hmm. I gotta say one thing. Like aside from the game, I, we went to that bar after. Not stout, but whatever was. Next yeah, it was a great week. time. Great time. Super drunk. I, I think I could. What? I didn't even go. Oh, you didn't go? Dude, that, see, this is this is what we do with Johnny because Johnny. I thought for sure that I was talking to you. <laughs> dude. Yeah, that's because you were trying to feed pigeons at three in the morning. But Wait, it's okay. you weren't there. Dude, I went. <laughs> I went to meet you guys and there was like 120 people online. I got. Dude, it took me forever to get out of the garden. And by the time I got there to step. First of all, you didn't even go to Stout. You guys went to the stout and then you left after two minutes and went to that shitty Irish pub. All right. Tell the people what they need to hear. I thought it was fun, but I, I, I literally <laughs> told, I literally told my mom and dad today. I was like, yeah, I went to the bar with Cody after I had such a good time. Oh my God. <laughs> so Dude, I went to meet you. Well, all right. For those listening, we did, we did go to dinner before and, uh, and get drinks before the game, but Mustang um, Harry's great spot. Yeah, good spot. But uh, yeah, dude, no, I fucking went to the bar and there was like 120 people online. And I was like, you know what? Honestly, yeah, everyone's so drunk already. If I just Irish exit, nobody's going to know. And nope. clearly it worked. Yeah, clearly it worked. Johnny thought he was talking to me for two hours, but it was I thought really we had the best time. a couple of pigeons. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, it was I, I want to give a shout out to everyone who showed up like Friday at 13 step. Like we had Great such time. a big crowd there. Like yeah. I think we each had like 20 people show up. Yeah, it was awesome. And uh at anyone like that we saw last night at the garden, we saw a base Jesse at, uh, at Mustang Harry's, which was cool. Like great meeting him in person. Um, but it was just like, that's what I want to talk about. Like just the, there's so many people who say sports don't matter, whatever. Um, I like, I see where those people come from, but like being in New York city after that game last night, like anyone you saw wearing Ranger colors, everyone just like high-fiving in the street at yeah. every block. Like I was walking on like, East seventh street last night and I saw a range Jersey and me and this guy, it's like dap each other up. Like, like it, it just brings the city together. And I haven't felt that in so long. Like it, it really is like not, not to sound like super cheesy, but it's like such a magical feeling, especially to like, and I, I called it a dinner. I said, I feel like this. I don't even want to hear it. Yeah. I said that. And also I actually wanted to give a shout out as well. Cause we can't take all the credit for saving the series. I also want to give a huge, huge shout out to Pittsburgh Penguins fans because you guys are so dumb and you were proclaiming, you know, the series was over sliding into my DMS commenting on all of my stuff. Thank you for fueling the fire. Yeah. Igor Shesterkin heard you because Ibanejad heard you and uh, you know, Panarin heard you. So we appreciate you guys. And, and you, uh, you know, you get, you get some, uh, some snaps. Let's talk about Mika and Panarin, though, because yeah. honestly, like, if there's one guy who needed to step up for this comeback, it was Mika. It was Mika. It was Mika. And, and in the last two games, did you see this dude? He finished with 11 points yeah. in the series. He had four points after five games. He, had, he literally he had, had three seven goals, points. four assists in the last it, two games. Insane. Insane. And honestly, I mean, that's, that's the one guy that we need to get hot going into the series against Carolina, which yeah. I should mention we're going to talk about 
with our guest, Sarah Sivian. She's a beat writer for The Athletic, for The Hurricane. She's a good friend of mine. She's awesome. Great interview, a lot of fun, and previewing the series against Carolina, which yeah, uh, it should be a good time. We won't talk about much now because we're going to talk about it with Sarah, but um, I, I think we should just talk about the players that like really stepped up. And I saw Fitz tweet this actually saying how it was so unique that in each game five, like game five, game six, game seven, it was a different guy that was the catalyst. Every, like, every single you know? game. I, I think there was first, I want to start off with I think throughout the entire series, there was only one player to me who. DeAndre stepped up every single game yeah. and that was Keandre. I think he had one bad game, game four, mm-hmm. um, but he had six really good games. Dude, in game seven, he, he did the mocking thing again. He took somebody else out. Yeah. It was it was just on every every play. He was breaking up, you know, he was breaking up passes. He was locking down their top guys. I mean, he just, he's, he's I, I never have given him shit ever, but I did say I wouldn't mind him to be traded at yeah, one that's point. That's giving him for, shit. No, 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 for Patrick Lane. But, but I take it back. Okay. Keandre's the man and gotta, gotta give up props when props are due. And he stepped up. He's a star in the making. And I I thought he played, you know, I thought he's the one guy to me who, who played like he should the entire series. Yeah. 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 But the uh, guy behind me at game seven last night was saying that he sucks before the game started. And I was like, what are you doing? The guy behind me too. What is with these people? The guy behind me wouldn't shut up and was yeah. kept screaming at Fox and Panarin to shoot the puck the entire game <laughs> and wouldn't shut up. And then the guy in front of me had the biggest bowl of lettuce I've ever seen in my life. So he was taking up half the ice. Me, me and, and you know, Andy, I went with these six foot yeah. five. And we were like, we couldn't see over this guy because he had the biggest set of hair I've ever seen in my life. But, mm-hmm. but it but was no, worth I, it. I want to talk about it too because uh, I actually tuned in like spitting chicklets today and I want because I wanted to hear what they were saying about the Rangers and stuff. And they obviously, yeah, I started, I started to tune in. I, I just stopped at the Rangers part, but, but I, except for I heard the Fugazi's thing. So Biz well, can suck it. I really thought that if, if that game was in the regular season, that's a penalty shot for Keontra Miller. Like I know Witt kind of said 100%, it. 100%, dude. 100%. Would you have wanted the penalty also, shot? What? Would you have wanted a penalty shot? Like yeah, Keontre, had, Keontre you know, has sick moves. You know the result, so like it's hard to like actually have an unbiased answer. But like, dude, imagine a penalty shot game seven overtime. Well, well, here's the other here's the other aspect of it. They were ragging on on the uh, the helmet play, yeah. but like, dude, what about the what about the Gensel goal? I mean, that goal shouldn't have even you know it, it, his stick was above the it looked like it was above the crossbar to me. Like, I'll touch on that because. I thought because they called it a good goal on the ice that it should have been a good goal. I was like, I, I can see that being a good goal. Like, I, I don't have any complaints about it because the call on the ice was a good goal. Like, it wasn't, like, so obvious to me is, that it was above the crossbar. The thing is, a few times for us, something was called not a goal and then well, it ended yeah. up getting reversed. So, it's yeah. like, you know, it's it, it just felt like every major decision in that game or yeah. in the series yeah. that we needed to go our way just happened to go Pittsburgh's way. Uh, somehow, the boys got it done. I did also want to talk, you know, who else really stepped up and, and, you know, he didn't play too much because he was hurt, but Tyler Mott, I mean, yeah, he came awesome. in and just absolute grinder. This guy it looked great. He played two games, both games. I thought he played great. He, he didn't play game five, right? Just six and seven. Uh, yeah. Just six and seven. I also yeah. dude, I thought he was going to bury that breakaway in the third period. That would have tied the game. That, yeah. yeah. I, I, it was so funny because I was literally saying to my buddy, I was like, if it was anybody but Mott, or maybe Reeves, like they they probably could have buried yeah. that shot, but he doesn't have those. That, that's not him. But it's he fine. He can score. He has. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. But um, yeah. And you know who I did notice this time, which is funny because last time I told you I didn't. Rooney looked good too. I yeah. thought, and I, I paid things. attention to him this time. Yeah, it's yeah. the little things. But some of the guys who I thought had horrible games, horrible was Truba had probably his roughest game as a Ranger. Oh, game like, six. Game six. Yeah, yeah. Two really bad games. Foxy looked brutal. Um, you know, had had some really, really tough giveaways. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it's so crazy to me because Fox is so good that he had such a bad game, game seven. And I thought he had a rough, he, he had a rough, he had a rough away stand too, three and four, but like he's so good that he had 10 points in seven games. I and wouldn't say like, he was so bad. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I I thought yeah I thought yesterday he was really bad. Really, I thought I I, I paid it, I paid so close attention yeah. to him. He was he fumbled a couple of pucks, like went right past him. He made three really really rough turnovers. He he you know listen, 
the thing about him is he's one of those guys who whenever he wants, he can turn it on. So it's like, yeah. even though he was having a very bad game, I was like, at any point he can make a play that's going to change the dynamic of this game. But he, you know, he's one of those guys on the team that is such an asset that you notice when he has a bad game yeah. because it doesn't happen too often. So, you know, he, no, he, I noticed. And then I thought if Panarin didn't score that goal, he would he would have heard it from some fans from from this series because he had a pretty quiet series all in all. I mean, he had seven points in seven games, which is fine. But, you know, other than the stat sheet, he had a pretty quiet series. So it, it's it's really it was really and you know, that's my guy. So like, him and I still are think my guys. fans so, are too hard on him. Like, they are. Well, yeah. D- and he and wasn't, he what, wasn't Rick Nash, dude. But like dude, Rick Nash was invisible. Correct. In correct. But dude, it comes down to the $11 million price tag. That's what fans look at. And they say, this guy is a top, I think he's a top five player paid player in the league. Yeah. So they look at that and they say, look at the other top five players in the league and what they did in their series, like what Austin Matthews did and, and so on. So they look at things like that. So it's, you know, that's why they're being hard on him. I, I don't, think necessarily he had a horrible series i mean was he a little quiet in some games yeah sure he had that awesome three-point game uh i think it was was three. it game three, three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but then he was you know he was a little quiet whatever but i i did think his game seven was pretty rough to watch until the goal and it was just he's another guy you know everybody was like oh is he playing hurt is he playing hurt like what's he doing and then he could turn it on at any second unbelievable I mean, it was unbelievable, and it is just like a fairy tale story, story storybook that he uh-huh. got that goal. It's just so funny to me how like love hate New York fans are with every team, not even just the Rangers. It's every team. And, so love hate, dude. The amount of texts I got when we went down yesterday, three to two, mm. bro. Like the world I mean, was that ending. goal was that I'm, goal was terrible. I I know, but I'm done. I'm done. Fuck this team. Forget this team. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I, there's a period left of hockey. We're yeah. down one goal in a game seven. You think we can't score a goal? Because I actually it says differently. I actually so I went up in the second period. I was with my friend George, who was my roommate at UMass, and he's yeah, still George super, is my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know George, yeah. uh, and he's still super tight with Jones. So we saw Jones in between the second and third period, uh-huh. and he said he was like, "Dude, we're we're gonna tie this game." Like he said it. Like he he knew. And and I thought that was like super cool. I also you think he was mad he wasn't he wasn't playing? Yeah, of course he's mad. But I told him I was like, if you pay any attention to Rangers Twitter, everyone wants you in the lineup. So, <laughs> um, nah, he's a he's a really Braun good had, dude. I, I thought Braun played fine. I thought yeah. Braun had a, like an actual actually decent game. Uh, he he rebounded nicely. I mean, he didn't have a bad game six. Did he have a bad game six? He had one really really rough game, but uh, yeah, I, I thought he rebounded fine and a, anything. To get Nemeth out of that lineup was is just sweet. Yeah, don't want to dwell on the negatives though. There's so many positives to take. So out many of positives, and like now, now you can literally say like whatever happens from here on out, the season is a massive success. So now you don't have to ask every person we talk yeah. to anymore if this season was a failure. No, it is. A, I think it's a massive success. I see like, that smile on your face. Even just getting to Game Seven to me was like, okay, this is a huge learning moment for these guys. Like. And, and literally, again, like these young kids continue to step up. I mean, I know they didn't score a goal in game seven, but like, man, they, they led the charge. And, and yeah. we're going to need them again to do that against Carolina. But like, they have a tall task. Mika's going now. So tall like, task. who knows, man? Yeah. Well, Mika, Mika's going. Kreider's going. Kreider yeah. had five goals in seven games. He's yeah. doing what he does. And yeah. can't ask more than that. And he just needs to keep the train rolling. I thought Lafreniere and Kako had – a fantastic series yeah. to me. They were two of the best players this entire series. You always ask if Kako is a heavy player. I mean, he had yeah. some very, very heavy shifts every single time he would grow. And it wasn't even putting it on the stat sheet. It was just, he was just grinding, keeping that puck in their zone. And I appreciate that. He was looking a little more confident. Heedle even had a good series. My boy Heedle. And he had a horrible turnover though. That was he, the third goal. The third he goal. Did. Oh, he did. Yeah. But I love, I, 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 Hedl is to me like that guy can play for this team for 10 years as a third line center and I'd be thrilled. Don't say that. Why? He's a, he's a good third line center. I think he's like, <laughs> he's exactly what you need. As long, as long as he's not a two C, I think he, I still think he's a better winger than center if I'm being honest. Could be. But, but yeah. I, and I thought I would love, for Laffy to have his, you know, he had a good series. He had a good series. He did have, I think he had four or five points in seven games. Like that's, that's great for him. Yeah. But I would love this series to be his coming out party yeah. and really just, you know, turn it up, goal scoring, goal tear, 
Would love it. Yeah. Would love it. Well, on that note, I think we should just send it over to Sarah Savion. We're going to talk about the entire series coming up with Carolina. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's go. We're super happy to welcome on my dear friend and a friend of this show. She's been on a couple of times before, but now we actually have something really fun to talk about because the Rangers are playing the Hurricanes in round two. She covers the Hurricanes for the Athletic. So welcome to the show, the lovely Sarah Sivian. Sarah, what's up? Oh, nothing. So glad to talk to you guys. How are you doing, Johnny, after last night? I am so fucking happy. I'm glowing. Do you not see it? <laughs> you do yeah, have we, that Rangers glow. Yeah. Also, I was just telling Cody, I was like, I'm pretty sure I faced. I was I was just going to say <laughs> you that. did. It was, was a few seconds. I started to talk and you hung up. I was yeah, like, I was so drunk. <laughs> and, you were and chanting. Also, yeah. yeah. And also, Johnny, like literally was convinced that he was hanging out with me at the bar afterwards. But I like <laughs> I Irish exited. And Johnny had no idea, so I didn't even go. And Johnny was like, no, I told my dad, like, we had such a good time after at the bar. And I was like, Johnny, I didn't even go. <laughs> Listen, there's no quit in this team. No. Exactly. On and off the ice. There's no quit drinking either. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not first yet. things first, <laughs> what is this nonsense with the Canes trying to blackball Rangers fans from getting into their arena, games one and two, Sarah? We need the scoop. Yeah, I will say I did my due diligence and I saw you (laughs) guys said that and I was like, you're just reading the headline. This is fake news. And then you sent me the article Mm -hmm. and it is real news that people are being vetted by their credit card whereabouts to see if they can buy a ticket or not. And it's Southern Virginia and Carolina. Mm -hmm. They can buy tickets. And okay, do I understand how this works? No. Are there a lot of Rangers fans in Carolina? Yes, because the Rangers fans are well-traveled and they come to every home game. Got to give them credit there. And Mm -hmm. in Cary, there's a, they call it, um, Oh, something where the Yankees are for this area. I, I totally cannot remember. The, the, can, the Canes are called Rangers South. So yeah, it's basically the same thing. So uh-huh. I can understand that they're trying to get tickets to hurricanes fans, but can like, can you really do that? Can you decide who is and isn't coming? Uh, I mean, I said it'd be cool if they make it like a college football game where you've like one side Canes fans, one side yeah. Ranger fans. That I mean, obviously it's still not an advantage for the hurricanes. Cause like you don't want Ranger fans in the building, but like, I don't know. Honestly, if it's me I'm and I'm in. dying to go, I'll just like write in any fucking Carolina Hurricanes Facebook group and say, Hey, I'll Venmo you an extra hundred dollars on top of the tickets. If you buy them for me and sell them to me. Just tell them you're Kara Sivian at the door. Yeah. Is, that what, is, that, is that it? Is that what you're called? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so it's like Sarah Sivian, but like C is the S in, in my first name. Yeah. You're like my alter ego. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. a press, press credential. Like a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have one. So. Yeah, true. Well, on top of that, I, I just want to ask you, like, everyone says, like, Carolina is the hardest place to play. Like, what makes that building so intimidating? It's funny because I have a family friend who used to be a GM of a team and he texted me when I got, yeah, yeah, no big deal. (laughs) It's not the case. It's not that big of a deal. (laughs) Knew my dad, whatever. (laughs) He texted me when I got this job covering the Canes like four or five years ago. And he was like, be prepared because that is the loudest building in the playoffs, no question. And I guess we didn't think the playoffs were going to start this soon, like the year that I started covering it. And then four years later, they make it every year. But I have to say, I've been in the building for Hurricanes Leafs game seven overtime, and it doesn't compare to PNC Arena here. And I think it's because it's like all these allegiances, right? Like UNC, Duke, and NC State. Mm. coming together for one cause and it's like a college atmosphere for sure Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun and there's tailgating and stuff and it is very loud Mm. no that's sick do you think fans were hoping to play the penguins or the rangers oh i hate to give ammo like and i i have learned at this point to respect any opponent Mm -hmm. especially the rangers and madison square garden and the baba o'reilly stuff like when you hear that it's just you cannot take the regular season into consideration Mm -hmm. it's all about the playoffs and yeah that's the whole point that's why we play that's why we watch right but i do think the canes kind of wanted the rangers just because it seems on the surface like it's igor and that's it and the canes Mm -hmm play such a shot heavy game and a shot suppressive game in their own end that it's like 
if there's a weak decor, that's a perfect, a perfect matchup yeah. for the Canes. But I know these guys. I know Kendry Miller. I know Adam Fox. I know that's not actually a weak decor. I think right. they might have gotten a little nervous. I don't know. But the game six and seven show that they should not take the Rangers lightly. Yeah. So let me add on to that then. You know, what what do you what stands out to you as one area that you think the Rangers will need to improve on in this series against Carolina mm-hmm. to move past them? Because obviously from the Rangers standpoint, we have a, a tall task ahead for sure. Yeah. So well, the Rangers have been so resilient and they've been so good at just saying, F you guys, I'm gonna mm-hmm. win the game now. Like I'll see you guys Our game favorite six. Word. Game- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. quit. And there has been no quit, but like, I'm sure that it doesn't run out, but you get tired of doing that all the time. Like it'd be Mm -hmm. nice to have an advantage, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like the Rangers need to start strong and kind of give the other team a little bit of a, you guys got some quit. Yeah. Yeah. I I wanted to add on that too. I I think honestly, I speak for almost every Ranger fan where like Carolina is the one team in the East where like, that's the one team we like kind of shit our pants, you know, in, in playing against, but are the fans down there like worried at all? Or is it like kind of, you know, cause we were all like, we're going to steamroll Pittsburgh and then move on to Carolina. Like the focus is on Carolina. So for them, is it like, all right, we're going to have to take on Tampa or Florida. Let's just get through the Rangers. Or is it like, Oh shit, we have a real, you know, possible seven game series here. These fans are funny because they missed the playoffs for nine years. So mm. they know better. <laughs> like, even mm. though they've made it for four consecutive years now, they think everyone's going to beat them. It's like a funny perspective. Like they're not cocky at all. And they're like, Whoa, someone said something nice about us. Like Marshan said today in the Bruins post like locker room clean out stuff that he thinks the hurricanes are going to win the cup. And they were like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, that's why he was playing so hard. And yeah. like, what do you guys think? They're like, Whoa, we're getting nationally recognized. So it, they're kind of still bright eyed and bushy tails about everything. And they are not going to curse the canes by saying mm. oh easy win against yeah. the rangers yeah and we were all, yeah we were, everyone was like exactly Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. i know we we thought we had it in hand and and little did we know um and i was just telling johnny before you know the guy who scares me the most on the canes is rod i think he's such a good, <laughs> yeah. I think he's such a good coach Point that it's love. yeah i mean you know he's well, cody's very critical of gerard Gallant's coaching style really why is that I just thought he got, I, that's not true, <laughs> but I actually like Glenn a lot, but I just thought he got out coached by Mike Sullivan and, uh, and it was, you know, pretty abundantly obvious in the first five games. And then why, what me? what does out coach oh, mean? This is a seat. good question. Hot seat. No, it's, it's a good question. Are you, you know, sweating? Me <laughs> stop it. So first things first, I just thought some of, you know, some of the shifts, like we had our fourth line out there against their top line in the first yeah. two games for for so many shifts and it's like you gotta line things up a little better especially when you're playing against guys like crosby and gensel who can swiftly pass guys like ryan reeves you know what i mean so turk is an interesting cat i know you he's very divisive i think galant turk Turk. yeah that's that's his nickname that's his nickname johnny says i'm critical and then he doesn't even know anything but um (laughs) but yeah anyways so who would you say on the canes is the most underrated player on this roster? And then who is, I guess, one guy you think the Rangers will need to shut down in order to find success? Well, I want to lose my absolute goddamn mind when people say Jacob Slavin's underrated. It seems like that's just the talking point. Whereas like, if you have paid attention to the NHL in the past three years, mm-hmm. you know that yeah. Jacob Slavin he's, is good. And yeah. not when Panarin danced him two weeks ago though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. One <laughs> thing about Josh Rangers still fans, hanging in the ceiling in MSG. Okay. One thing about Rangers fans, which is funny, like I don't mind it, but there's all you guys are always going to post a clip of someone oh, going yeah. to end to end with no goal scored. Yep, that's me. That's Did what Panarin I score a goal on that. No, no, he actually set up Mika for a gorgeous backdoor pass and he didn't get enough. He off. missed it though. Exactly. Yeah. I don't care. I, I love sick. it, but it's the it same with McDavid. Like, I'm glad he. I will stop shitting on McDavid now because he did the end to end and actually scored. And now he did it to us too quite yeah. a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, anyway. Sarah, you and I are probably not going to be friends for the next 10 days because I post all yeah. those clips and it's very biased. <laughs> I think it's cute. Like you obviously know a lot about hockey, yeah. so you're yeah. allowed to do that. But it, like people, anybody's allowed to do it, but it's just like, <laughs> okay, we get it. Another clip and there's no call at the end mm-hmm. of it. Like they can skate well, mm-hmm. but 
Mika was awesome and Panarin was awesome in games, well, game seven, but also game six too. So yeah, they had, they had a great series. All right. So you're going Slavin. Yeah. I, I noticed no, I'm, that I'm I was not, Oh, you're, oh yeah. Exactly. I don't think anybody on the Canes is underrated. I think that narrative has ridden into the sunset. Um, I think, Oh, you guys got to go with who's okay. your underrated pick for the, Canes. I'm going to go with, I'm going to no. go with Vinny Trocek. Okay. I think, yeah. Okay. That's good. I think I like he doesn't one. get enough, you know, kind of respect on the name. And it's funny, like the whole Prius thing with Marshan. And then, you know, they, they ended up advancing and he had a pretty good series. He took that and um, the next day scored seven goals mm. on the Canes. Like yeah. it was not even a thing. He, they obliterated the Bruins after that. Mm. Like I thought it was awesome. I actually wish the NHL was more like NBA Twitter. Like, did you see what was going on today with the NBA yeah. stuff? Yeah. Like Patrick Beverly is saying like, <laughs> Chris Paul can't guard anyone. I'd Dude, fucking love for everybody. That I'd guy. love for someone on the Rangers right now to be like, who's someone on the Canes? Like Jordan Stahl sucks or something, you know? It's funny because we and fans, like we get caught up in, oh, do these people actually hate each other or whatever it is. Yep. But at the end, they always tip their hat. And yep. Marchand said today, like, I think the Canes are going to win the mm. East. And then D'Angelo said today to our friend we will get into Tony D'Angelo. Yep. <laughs> That's coming. He, he said today, I, res- I have nothing but respect for my shand. I actually really, really respect him. And I like what he does with the uh, away from the puck stuff too. And I like to get in on that too. And it was a, mm. a well-thought series. So the reason Marshand is kind of coming at him is because he is a great player yeah. and he wants to distract him. Mm-hmm. And Tony was not distracted. And no. We all move on. That was the best rivalry in the first round was Tony D'Angelo versus Jack Edwards. I loved that shit. It was, it was, <laughs> we did again. You went I, viral, again, huh? I, I was, I mean, yeah. come on. I, I actually it. like, it good. I'm one of the people I like, I, I'm a homer. So I love all the homers. Like Jack Edwards is as good as it gets when it comes to like watching a Bruins game. No, yeah. come on. He literally was like, Tony well, D'Angelo has anger issues and like all this shit. And then D'Angelo scores I mean, that bomb in game five and sick. Jack Edwards didn't say a fucking word. I okay, I agree with you. I grew up listening to Jack Edwards. I'm yeah. from Boston, and mm-hmm. he, yeah, he's a very much a homer and he will never change. No. And the Bruins fans kind of like him for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, Johnny, yeah. you didn't get you didn't say your pick. Who's your underrated guy? So I'm actually gonna go, and I, I thought about this the this. whole time we were talking because I did not prepare this. And I'm actually gonna say Auntie Ranta. I don't know. Uh hell yeah. I don't know about our boy Freddie. I don't know what his deal is, but Ranta. I mean, he's he's been a starting goalie for a couple of years in the NHL. I know he started in like Arizona, so you can't really count it. But uh, he was a good Ranger for a solid amount of time. Good old Chris Kreider as his number. So yeah, but we also saw like not that Domingue was good because he wasn't very good, but he was just like a you know, dude. He did he did fine. He was a capable goalie. So like we saw that a capable goalie can beat this team. He had he was tasked with such a hard thing to do in such a bad spot, and I thought he did it pretty amicably, and you know. I don't know. I mean, is what it is. But yeah. speaking of our good pal, I was, pal, I was trying. To, I was trying to tee you up for that. I know. I see. Yeah. I, I know. I see that. So, what's the latest on Anderson? I haven't seen anything on him. I mean, and also, if Ranta starts and is playing well in this series, and then let's say you know, game four, game five, Freddie is good to go. Would Ranta get the boot, or would he keep? Would Would uh, Rod keep playing him? You think? I think, and I hope that it's Ranta's net to lose. Like. Really? That press conference wow. after he won the first round, just like he's hugging his daughter. He's crying. He's crying. Oh, you got to watch it. Um, he lost his dad and his grandfather in the span of days I did over see the that. summer. Oh, yeah. shit. I did not and see that. His dad used to text him like a little emoji before and after mm-hmm. every game just to be like, I'm watching. Good job. Whatever. And he would sometimes try to decode it. Whatever. It meant a lot to him. And yeah. getting over all that stuff. I just think... Ranta has been, we all know he's been injury prone throughout his whole career. And I thought what stood out to me is he did have the injury with Pasternak. And then Ranta said himself, he doesn't think Pasternak meant that at all. Like it was just a a clean collision. Well, Kreider's going to do the same thing. So yeah. Yeah. It just (laughs) happened. We're all in, yeah, we're all intense right now, but Instead of kind of bowing out, Ranta came back and has played even better since when he left. So mm-hmm. I do feel like to a degree, people are rallying like around him and it was powerful, that press conference and things like that. I know 
Brenda Moore played in 2006 with Cam Ward, who yeah. came out of nowhere, and that was his goalie. So I feel like Brenda Moore is a little inclined to keep the emotional goalie there. And Ron and Anderson, my sense is he's going to be back during this series, but I thought he was going to be back by the end of the first series. So I don't want to be like the injury expert but i do yeah. think there was a minor setback in his injury and i don't know mm. what it was i'm not yeah. a doctor but my sense is he was supposed to be at least practicing with the team during the first round and he was oh he's not, not even skating still he's skating by himself oh, not wow. with the team so uh. i don't know take that as you will i got to talk to him like a week ago and he just said like some of the movements he's doing like aren't hitting right <laughs> And uh -huh. when you're a goalie, you have to have them all yeah. hitting right, like 500% or he's not going to play. I yeah. respect him for not lying about that because sometimes we lie about injuries to be able to play. Lower but body. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But Ranta's doing fine. And I think I want to see the story unfold. And that's not to hate on Freddie. I think me and Johnny were in on him since day one. <laughs> yeah, I think I, that's he's pick. great. Mm -hmm. And he will come back on his own time. But I do think... Runt is giving him more of a timeline. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we also, uh, we know from that game toward the end of the year, that fucking whatever his name, Piotr Kotkov. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him. <laughs> he, beat, he beat us in the regular <laughs> season. So him. yeah, we, we don't want him. But we were at that, that game was, together. Yeah. 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 Well, he yeah. did get in for a game for when Ronta was hurt, but. Mm -hmm. I thought he looked great. And that kid's a cocky little, he's a cocky son yeah. of a bitch. I like him a lot. I'm done with third stringers for, for this yeah. playoff. I, I can't take another one. They'll surprise you. I don't think that's sustainable. I, I love it for the little story, but I don't think Kochekov is sustainable right that's now. That's how you say it? Kochekov? Kochekov. And is we it, had him say is it, it Piotr? Piotr? Yeah, Piotr. That's hilarious. We actually had Svechnikov translating for us, and it uh -huh. was really interesting, and I thought maybe he was lying, but I have a friend that speaks fluent Russian, and everything he said was true. So thanks, mm. Svech, for accurately transcribing. Canes fans actually came at me that night because I was like, oh, are we no. really going to lose to some guy named Piotr? And then, oh, no. And then I got like, I got a uh, ratioed. And then I like tweeted after I was like, I tipped my cap, like kid played a great game. And then Canes fans were like, I respect you for taking the upper hand or something like that. I was like, this is these people are from the South. Oh, my God. That's way better than I got from those Penguins fans. Yeah, oh, my goodness. You. Penguins yeah, fans suck. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So one guy, I was at the game and one guy was wearing like a coronavirus veteran hat. So I tweeted a picture Jesus. of it and I was like, what are you doing? And I got so many mentions from <laughs> Penguins fans just going off. Like, guys, it's just a tweet. Everything's yeah. going to be okay. Nuts. Twitter's but, the best. Uh, I love it so much. I know. Johnny loves <laughs> you his You got to embrace the villain. I love Twitter. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. People say Carolina has no superstars. I think it's kind of an interesting narrative because to me, I think Sebastian Ajo is a superstar and he, he terrifies me a bit. Uh, I was telling Johnny that. Are there any Ranger players who you think scare any of these Canes fans or I guess Canes players? I mean, if you asked me at the beginning of the year and my answer was Chris Kreider, I would have like thought yeah. you were insane. <laughs> right. But it's right. so cool how that worked out. It doesn't really matter if there's a star. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, the thing with this Rangers team is, I mean, Shesterkin. That yeah. and that's the scariest person to be the star. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have Igor. You don't. That's literally how you could sum it up. Mm -hmm. The scariest thing. And you forget. Yeah. I voted for him for the heart. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I did. You are. We, Arthur we, told we can us cut too. it out if you okay. want. Arthur told us too. No, don't cut it out. I, they right. can yell at me if I stand by my decision. Yeah, they're not going to yell at us. <laughs> he carried this team, and now they're kind of. I mean, Kreider had what 50 goals. That's too. Yeah, he didn't just 52. carry the team. Whatever. Yeah. He 52 or 53? Two. Two. <laughs> Reminds me of the hangover. My 40-year-old son who still lives at home. I'm 42. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not going to call Kreider the star. I don't think he cares. But Igor, having a goalie star is really – I'm so excited to see what yeah. his career yeah. is in the future. And a lot of it – he kept them in – multiple games in the first round so we'll game seven i mean yeah. he was yeah. unbelievable we we would have i was we would have lost by what three goals i mean it was just yeah he made some incredible saves and, and watching him do it he, the good thing about him is he makes you feel like you're in every game you just need to score some goals yeah. 
But then going back to Carolina, the thing that scares me is they're a much better defensive team than Pittsburgh. And also, even if they don't have any, you know, bona fide superstars, even though I think Aho is like, they just play such a sound game and they have so many good players. And I feel like they just gel so well. And it's to me, I feel like the thing that's going to be important is the Rangers disrupting that and figuring out a way how to disrupt that. And, and they can't play catch up again because if they play catch up against the Canes, I don't think the Canes will let them back into games like the Penguins did. And that's to me is like the big key to kind of advance in this series. Although, Carolina should learn that they shouldn't go up two nothing. Whatever they do, just go up one nothing, let the Rangers score, and then yeah. play from there. Yeah. It's silly, kind of like you got to score for like all the yeah. narrative. Like what I love about Rod Brindamore and you guys will find during this series mm. is that you try to ask him a cliche like, "Oh, how important is scoring first? He's like, "It's not. We lost yeah. every like. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Can you yeah. watch? Like, did you see the game? And you're yeah. like, "Oh shit, I gotta watch the game actually." Instead of parroting these narratives, but mm. it is this is why we watch these games. You can analyze it all you want, but when it comes to the playoffs, it is kind of, okay, you've got the hot young start goalie and you've got Sebastian Ajo. You, you say he's a star. I think he is a star, but game six and seven, we were waiting for him to like show that star power yeah. and be like, uh-huh. I'm going to take over this game. Game yeah. six, zero shots, zero goals, minus two one penalty. It was something I've never seen out of him before. I wonder if he's a little banged up from the Charlie McAvoy hit. I keep asking and they're like, stop asking this. That was a, that was a big Charlie fucking, that was a, that was a big hit. Yeah. It was a clean hit. It was a big hit. It was clean, but a clean hit can still kind of bang you up a little bit. So I am going to be watching for that with Ajo. While we're on Ajo, before we do transition into D'Angelo, has that been talked about his toe drag goal in the, in the bubble on D'Angelo? Have they talked well, about that? The Canes, uh, their new arena, they're calling Invisalign arena. They just named um, oh, really? a new building be, or just a rebuild. Oh, it's the same build. It's weight competition center. It's like a building they built two years ago as their practice facility. Well, they have a blown up picture of it. Tom Dundee. Yeah. They had a blown up picture of all. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's Tony, sick. I think they got rid of it. I don't, I don't uh-huh. know. But that I, that is an iconic picture. <laughs> I hope they play that goal honestly in like the pregame video for the Rangers. That'd be kind of cool. The <laughs> thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, yeah. yeah, this is our team, but not yeah. our guy anymore. But it's like fun. And there's yeah. so many old Rangers on the Canes down. It's kind of like the opposite yeah. situation with the Rangers too. But I would say one thing about Tony, yeah, we know I don't agree with his politics, yeah. but he has been a pretty good sport about fielding these questions. And yeah. he has laughed about things like that. Like he has more tolerance for me asking, like I, and I do ask him the questions and he has like, he will laugh it off or answer them. And I do respect that showing up mm. and like wanting to answer the questions, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you think he's worked himself into a big contract coming up at, coming off this one year? Obviously he had, you know, the most points in Kane's history, I think it was for a defenseman, which is, kind of crazy yeah and he's leading the playoffs yeah we're leading the canes in the playoffs at least with eight points um he's like plus six i think too yeah he is the best player for the canes right now and that's why marchand came after him not because of anything else and that's why there's a neutral respect but anyway um i do think contracts aren't really made in the playoffs which people will argue for and against but i do think he's an rfa yeah he's an rfa um so the Canes have a little bit more control and I think it'll be fascinating. I think they wouldn't have taken on this like one year prove yeah. yourself deal if they didn't want to sign him long-term. Right. I think there's a, again, with a mutual respect, like when he came to the Canes, he loved that the owner called him and was like, Hey, listen, like you got to relax. We're going to trust you. And we're going to give you all of our resources and all of our time and energy. If you can put your head down and kind of stay out of drama and be the player. We know you can be, we believe in you. And he, there were a few other teams kind of like poking around at D'Angelo that could have offered him more money, but they, mm-hmm. he signed with the Canes because he felt like Tom Dundon, the owner and Rod truly believed that like, okay, show us who you can be and the player that you are. And we will have more of a long-term thing coming up. So I think 
I really, really want it's there's no comparables, right? Like there's right. never been a situation like this in NHL history. So mm-hmm. they have to pay him and they have to get, I think he's more concerned with the term than the dollar amount, but they have to pay him. I'm really curious to see which Ranger he pisses off in the series. Like that's yeah. it's, it's, it's bound to happen. So it's like, obviously he's going to avoid Reeves, but like, I think it's going to be smart. I think it's going to be true. I actually was thinking yeah. Truba too. So they got back, they got into it, right? Yeah. But it's yeah, also not very common for like a defenseman on defense. Like when are they really going to, for the most part, you know, yeah. it could be, he sets it up with somebody else and true, but just comes yeah. right in. I'm sure yeah. they'll find a way. <laughs> I mean, we didn't really see I don't know if I saw any fights in Carolina either. I didn't, we didn't see any fights in the Ranger penguin series. I don't think like there was like scrums and scuffles, but there was no like mm-hmm. drop the gloves fight. That's why one yeah. other thing where like, Malcolm I don't sat praise... on his face. You don't remember, you don't <laughs> remember that? <laughs> Lingren? Oh, yeah. That was a fight. I don't remember anyone sitting on anyone's face. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't you know were what series closely. you were watching. Wasn't, wasn't Strom, like, in a headlock? Like, what are you no, talking dude. about? That was the parody on Pornhub that you watched last night. Oh, okay. Shit. <laughs> dude, my dad listens to this, bro. Hello there. Telling Matt. Yeah. No, I just I just think, like, it's bound to happen. Like, D'Angelo's going to get booed in, yeah. in New York by every every time he touches the puck. I don't know if he was getting booed yeah. in Boston. But oh my god, every t- they started a chant, and okay, I remember being at a Celtics game a few years ago, and it was fuck you, J.R. Smith. And J.R. Smith like fouled out, he got like very shook mm. by that. I they started it. fuck you, Tony. I was gonna say that. <laughs> I mean, that's that's probably what's gonna happen in New York. It's gonna be fuck you, Tony. It was right? thunderous, yeah. and Tony said today, so? What are you booing me for? I'm just a player who has a puck. I like it. Keep booing me. I'm, yeah. I'm playing well. Oh, he's <laughs> he gonna, he's like, going to feed off that You want to look at my stats? Like yeah. he literally said that, like, okay, keep booing me. I'm still doing well. He, yeah. He thrived off it. Mm-hmm. It really is so crazy. I mean, how many Rangers are on Kane? Six. There's literally got to be I, six. It's, it's quickie. Stephon, oh, D'Angelo, so much. Fast, Shay, Brennan Smith. I love Fox. There's, there's one more, dude. And Ranta. Foss yeah. had four penalties all season. And one of them was a roughing that was kind of like misguided and he didn't deserve. And he is constantly on the, the back check and the four check. Yeah. So like, and he's with stall. He's I feel like, okay, we talk about, okay. You said underrated people, but we all know. Yeah. Rangers and Canes fans. Oh, and step on that Foss is underrated. Step on too. When he's in the lineup. Yeah. I Brandon forgot keeps him. taking him in and out of the lineup. Um, it's because there's so many fourth liners on this team. Yeah. So. I don't know. That guy was a first line center in the Stanley Cup final once upon a time. People forget. Yeah. Pretty that wild. he was. Pretty that wild. he was. Um, are you cool with one more question each, Sarah? Yeah. Cody, do you have one more? Or do you want or? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll go first. Okay. All right. We'll switch it up a little. If you could build a starting lineup, so uh, three forwards, two D-men, and a goalie, from the eight teams left in the playoffs, what six players are you going with? Oh, God. Let me call my last brain cell for this one. Um, <laughs> Kevin Rooney. Kevin Rooney. <laughs> Grinder. I'm just kidding. Um, We're from the same hometown. He oh, you are? For my, oh, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played for my hometown high school public team. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, what town is it in Canton, Massachusetts. Canton. Yeah. Canton. People mm-hmm. forget. But I'm expecting a big... I. I have pictures of him and me together that I'm going to post when really? he scores a goal. But anyway, That's um, oh fuck, um, we're big Rooney fans, by the way. We like Rooney a lot. Of course, love some Rooney. You guys are fourth line grinders. We get it. Mm. Um, Jacob Slavin, Tony D'Angelo. Let's we'll start with defense. Jacob Slavin, Tony D. Um, <laughs> but I, I need to see a roster in front of me. You guys, do, have a do roster you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. You okay? All right. So on the left wing, I'm gonna go. I can't, I can't do Panarin. I, I would, all right, you know, said Panarin before we started recording, you were so, I know, but then I thought of, but then I thought of Kucherov and, um, all right, all right. Center. I'm going McDavid. That's, that's for sure. Right wing. I'm going to go Kachuk. Um, D that's what I said. Yeah. I agree with you. We agree on some things. It's crazy. I know. Um, all right. I'm going to end on left wing. All right. Igor goalie defenseman. I'm gonna go Kale and Headman. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love I love myself some Fox, but You're I'm just gonna, naming the best players. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Headman, and then uh, left wing. Oh man, left wing's tough. I'm gonna go Hubert. No, I'm kidding, Johnny. Relax, Johnny. If I said Hubert, I was gonna get so mad. Um, but I should go him. All right, I'm just gonna go Panarin. All right, you're up. 
mean, I already have a Canes fan chirping me. Oh God, what his, are they saying? They have the worst Twitter, chirps. His Twitter is read a book and his bio is victim of North Carolina professional sports. And he just goes, enjoy watching the sweep. So there you go. This oh guy's going to jinx it. They get too cocky. Mm-hmm. They don't respect us. They don't. They don't. No. They're bad. They got to work on their chirps. I'll say that. Oh yeah. That's like, fans. that's not good. Those penguin chirps were, they were something. They're yeah. bad too. It's just Crosby holding the cup. Like the, yeah. the gif of that. Is <laughs> always post. Okay. This is like the worst question anyone has ever asked me. I'm Googling like, what are the teams still in the playoffs? Okay. I'm clipping that for our show. <laughs> All right, it's Tampa. Pre- it's too much pressure. Tampa, okay. Florida. Yeah. Blues, Rangers, Hurricanes. Avs, Rangers, Hurricanes, and Calgary and Edmonton. Okay. Well, all right, let's go centers. McDavid, yeah, McKinnon, McKinnon, yeah. um, Aho, and... Dreisaitl. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got our fourth. We got our four centers. Uh, well, you don't have to build a whole roster. It's just starting five. Oh, no, no, let, <laughs> I thought you were telling dude, me to I wasn't going to interrupt her. I thought that was going to be so funny if I just if we just let her run with it. Oh, my God. No, well, it would have taken me a fucking half an hour to edit that. <laughs> I'm stressed. I'm sweating over here. Yeah. Just six players. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, as you build the whole team, he's never going to talk to me ever again. I was like, holy yeah. shit. I don't know. What do you guys That's think so I funny. am? <laughs> yeah. Thank God I said something. <laughs> well, OK. I think. You're on to something with the Makar headman, but I think mm. Makar Slavin mm. somehow. Okay. Slavin, I know it's not biased because <laughs> I have been very, I'm not anti Slavin, but I do think people like gush over him a little too yeah. much now because it's like responding to the he's underrated thing. Like, no, wait. Mm-hmm. But game seven, that was one of the best performances I've seen in a while. Like if you guys want to go back and look at that game seven from Slavin from start to finish, he was like, he had an impact on every single part of the game and he Mm. stopped so many chances. It was Mm. kind of insane to watch. I didn't even watch game seven. Honestly, you gotta, you gotta watch Slavin in game seven and you will go watch film. Yeah. (laughs) Just have his number. (laughs) No, not really though. (laughs) Um, so Yeah. I think I covered it here. I got the whole roster. I'll ask you a much easier, much easier question. Uh, Prediction for the series. I think, I I think like a little, a little biased just because the momentum they have right now, I think Rangers in six, I think, I think it's actually, I was telling Cody before we started recording, I think it's more beneficial to us that we don't have home ice because I'd rather come back for games three and four than have to go there in a one, one, two, Oh situation. And I like that we're coming home. (laughs) What? What she, she was thinking, spin zone. <laughs> she was thinking canes in five. I like that we don't have home ice, huh? Wait till well, if I, I do I anything from Bruins versus canes there. It's that, like, well, guess what? For game if, seven, if the, if the Rangers had home ice in games one and two and it was one one going back to Carolina, I think Carolina's winning both games on home ice. So I'd rather like the Rangers like pick up momentum like later on in the series, like they did against Pittsburgh. Yeah, canes and Bruins won every home game, yeah, none of them won an away game, which is kind of crazy, yeah. I, yeah, it was insane. And that's why you kind of have not steadfast optimism in this team because of the way they were on the road and knowing yeah. their history at Madison Square Garden. Like, it's not, it's definitely cause for concern. And I do think the momentum from game sixes and seven from the Rangers mm-hmm. is huge cause for concern for the Canes. They aren't taking it lightly. And there's so many former Rangers on the Canes now yeah. that, like, they know to take you guys seriously. I still think it's going to be Canes and six. Mm-hmm. You know what else? What I else? think if there's anything to be confident about with the Rangers and Rangers fans, Alexander Georgiev pitched a shutout in Carolina. Anything is fucking possible. Oh God. <laughs> that was his MJ yeah. flu game. Yeah, that was he made a fucking save. If you will. That was insane. That was insane. <laughs> um, Cody, what's yours? Um, you could say Carolina. Like, can I, we, bo- we both think Carolina. So we both really right. think Carolina is going to win deep down, but They're- like at the same time, the Rangers fan in me also wants to say Rangers in six. And the only reason I say that is because I do think the momentum, it was a big, big shift in the team's like inner, you know, yeah. Inner vibe. And I thought they didn't have much going for them in the first, in the the middle games of that series. So I, I just think it was a big shift, but um, yeah, I, I, I probably think it would be Canes in six, but I, I'm going to go Rangers in six because <laughs> 
we I are the Rangers. That. Yeah. Also, if it we does are. go, to, if it does go to Game Seven, I'm going because it's a Monday night, so I'm going to Carolina that weekend. With Cody. oh hell yeah, yeah. And I'm asking you for tickets because I just spent way too much money on Game Seven in New York. <laughs> you have to buy them for us though on your card because we won't be allowed in otherwise. That's true. Yeah, I that's know. True. What the hell? That's maybe I, maybe I could do that for a story. Wait, can you even buy tickets? Your credit card's probably Boston. Actually, that's true. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. She just can't get in. Yeah. My brother yeah. asked me for tickets at Madison Square Garden. I'm like, you're a New York firefighter. I think you probably got more pull there than I do. That was a great tweet, by the way. You're like, uh, what was it like? This playoffs is all about family members asking for tickets. Yeah, like maybe in the end, the real Stanley yeah. Cup playoffs were about my brother is asking me for tickets along the that's way. That's so funny. Like, round one, Boston. Round two, yeah. New York. So here we go. Um, before we do let you go, is there anything that you do want to plug? I know too many men. Big hit. You guys are like back up and running. I know you guys like didn't record for quite a bit. Yeah, we just signed with Dan LeBetard. So, so very cool. I saw that clip. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah, let's plug that. Yeah. And then awesome. I may or may not be writing a story about Kevin Rooney and my high school hockey team. So <laughs> we'll have our eyes peeled on it. Yeah. Love it. Um, but we love you. I'll see you Saturday in the city. Me we'll get too. a drink. Oh, absolutely. All right. You can um, one out for me. Yeah. Where Israel. are you? I'll, I'll be on Israel. a beach in, in, in Tel Aviv. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd rather be. Well, game seven, if, if we get there, me and Johnny are going to hop on a plane. I land Sunday night. We're going to hop right on a plane for Monday's game, and we're going to take care of business. Yeah. I love the energy. On your credit card, though. We actually yeah. saved We saved the series. I don't know if you know that. We saved the Rangers in, in round one. So, how so? Because every other Ranger fan and like Ranger podcast was like, they suck, they're young and experienced. Igor is a bus. And we were like, dude, you not us. A bus. Not Shut us. Up. Not us. No, we were like, all, all you need is one momentum shift. Game five happened. And that's all, that's all it took. There's no quit in this podcast. Exactly. There's no quit in this Boom. podcast. And <laughs> on that. Gotta, yeah, we're done. See ya. Thank Love you ya. so much, Sarah. <laughs> Love ya. See you guys. And a big thanks to Sarah Sivian for joining the show. It was awesome. Had a great time. And, you know, hopefully can link up game seven in Carolina. That would be sweet. Uh, Johnny, you want to predict some of the other series as well? Yeah, I don't know if you kept track of your record. I was six for eight on my picks. The only ones I got wrong was Shoot. Leafs and Caps. Um, I, took so I have a confession. I have a confession. I think in when I said all my picks on this podcast, I did very, very well. But then I second guessed every single one and I did one of those bracket things and I think I messed them all up. I'm, so I'm referring to the ones that we said in the podcast. That's okay, what I was okay. Of. okay. So on the podcast, I said Kings and seven. So I blew that one, but, I, but I was close. You thought it was gonna be Oilers and five. Yeah. I, I can't believe that one seven. I really can't. So Rangers, I was right. I said lightning, even though you said Leafs, you, but I, but that's one of the ones I messed up and I switched on my bracket. Cause you got me nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So Leafs, uh, Lightning, sorry, two. I said Flames, three. I said Avs, four. I said, I did say Bruins in seven just because I was so afraid of the Canes. Yeah. Um, so that's four for six. Which which are the two I'm missing? Florida, uh, I did say Florida. Calgary, that's maybe? Five, no, I said Calgary. So um, that's five. I'm missing one more. St. Louis, um, you, had, you had Minnesota, St. Louis. Right? I, no, no, I had St. Louis. Oh, I did? said St. Louis in seven, remember? And you said St. Louis in five or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, so we both went six for eight. Yeah, no, and I think uh, we should just start quickly. We're not going to, you know, break each series down, but we'll start. No, with no. The, let's start with the West. Let's go St. Louis, Colorado. I'm really excited for that series, honestly. I think St. Great Louis series. is really good. I actually, if I'm going to bet on that game, which I probably will, I'm taking St. Louis to win game one. You might not be wrong there, but I'm going to go Colorado in six. Yeah, I think Colorado wins the series in six as well. Yeah. Actually, that's literally my prediction, Colorado in six, but I do think it's always, there's it always literally? a history. There's a history. What? So that's literally my prediction. I said, oh, no, no. literally. But there's always, uh, you know, a trend that the teams that come off a sweep because they have so many days off, like usually always don't have their foot on the rusty. gas for yeah. game one. So like, yeah, that's, that's why I like St. Louis to come out and win game one, steal it on the road. Um, and then we can go into Calgary versus Edmonton. The battle that's going to be a thick series. That, that is going to be talk about. You want to talk about physical? Yeah. That's going to be. A hell of a series. Um, I, I gotta, I gotta go Calgary too. Um, as, as much as I want to go Calgary, I, I think, I think if McDavid and Drysaddle play together, the same thing about the Leafs. Though you're like, once they're rolling, they're gonna roll, Johnny. Yeah, it's, it's hard to, be, I mean, like obviously it's not hard to bet against McDavid because like he hasn't had much success in the playoffs. But like at the same time, like he's leading the playoffs in goals and points. Dude, like, the thing at this point, at this point, 
in the playoffs, your players who really, you know, light the lamp, tear it up, whatever, it's awesome, but they can only get dude, it comes down to goaltending. And I think in that series, you know, if you're going if you're going Smith against Marstrom, I mean Smith posted a game seven shutout. He did he did, but I gotta go with Marky Mark over there, dude. I mean I'm saying orders, I'm saying orders in seven. I think that series is definitely going, seven. going seven too. It's okay. I'm, seven. I'm going Calgary in six. Okay. Uh, I think every series I'm going fucking six. Oh my God. Yeah, um, we already gave our Rangers prediction. So. Rangers. I'm, I Rangers is so tough. It really is so tough. I don't think that series is going seven. I just don't, I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. And like the Canes scare me. And I know, you know, I said, we said whatever to Sarah, but like, I, w- I want the Rangers to win in six yeah. so bad. So I'm, I'm going to, if I'm going with an official prediction, official, I'm going Rangers in six. I have a very, uh, I'm sticking by my Rangers in six also, but I have a very yeah. hot take for the Panthers uh, lightning series. It's want, not, it's not that hot. And I know what you're going to say. You're going to say uh, lightning in five. No Panthers in five. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, so, <laughs> so we're switching now from caps in six to pan. Okay. Interesting. I just um, think, I, I think, I think Florida just is here's the thing. Here's what? the thing. Florida hadn't won a series since 1996. That's a long time. Yep. It's a really long time. And now they want it. They got that out of the way and they're a very, very good team. And I don't know if you looked at any of the stats in terms of like their play, none of their guys outside of Verhage really like went off. Like yeah. I think I saw Barkov had like five points or um, Ekblad had like five points or something like that. Like none, none of their, you know, absolute stars went off. So they're going to be a scary team. Um, the lightning the lightning are the lightning, so they're not going to be pushovers. But I can't. You went. You went Panthers in five. Yeah, I, I just really think they didn't have the experience last year when they played each other, but they still matched up so well against Tampa. And I think you just take any lesson you can from that and learn. Yeah. And this year they've been so fucking good, and we've seen like I've seen what they can do. Like when they really get going, and that's a tough one, dude. That's a tough I, one for I, me. I also just think Tampa like. I know they won and they beat the Leafs, but I, I still yeah, think yeah. Toronto was the better team for most of that series. So like, I can't, I can't go, I can't go. I'm, I'm, I think that's going to be the series that goes seven. I think that series is going to go seven games, and I'm yeah. going to go with the Panthers. And I think it's going to be the first time that Vazzy gets uh, gets stiffed on his uh, on his, his uh, back, whatever. Back, yeah, yeah, I dude, he's like seven and zero. Oh no, in, like seventeen and zero. Oh. No, but but he's he was like he post didn't he post like six straight shutouts or something like that before before the last game? No, he uh so in but games after a loss, he's like 16 and 0 with yeah. five shutouts. Yeah, yeah. No, but I meant in elimination games. In elimination oh, games, I think he's um, seven and zero. I think he's like yeah. literally seven, like he's insane. Yeah, but exactly. I think this is gonna break the streak. Um, Panthers are riding hot, and th- that's the thing about the Rangers, man. Like if the Rangers can get through Carolina somehow, some way, I, dude, I like their chances against both the lightning and the Panthers. I think, do I think they're the better team than those guys? Probably not, but I, yeah. I think they are a good matchup for both of those teams. And like, I feel more confident in saying the Rangers can beat either of those guys than I do against I the Canes. Uh, just, just based on, you know, the Canes are, in the Metro, we see them all the time and they, they've just had our number like, uh, you know, the past couple of years and so on. But dude, I'm telling you, man, I, I feel something in the air with this team. If they can figure out a way to just get past Carolina, I, I think they're, I think they're going to roll a train, man. I think I, they're going to roll a train. I completely agree. But, um, but yeah, on that. yeah, wrap it up for this episode. We got another one coming on Thursday. And, We're going to record after game one. Yeah. And real quick, I, I just want, did want to say game one, Wednesday, 7 p.m., Friday, 8 p.m. I'll be watching from the airport with a nice little tequila soda. And then uh, game three is Sunday at 3.30. Mm-hmm. As always, thank you guys for listening. It was great getting to meet a lot of you on Friday and on Sunday at MSG. And hopefully we'll see more of you guys in the next couple of days at some of these games. So um, thanks for listening. We love you. And let's go Rangers. No quit.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.